we want to welcome you to the New Song Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. I want more of you, God. I want more of you. I was thinking when anytime you sing a song about um, pressing, that last song was about making new wine. Anytime you sing a song about make me an offering, uh, I just want to be an offering. Anytime you say, sing a song about a fire that you can't control, these are not things that we sing uh, lightly. And usually, um, unless you're perfect, you think, no, thank you. I'm not, I don't want to be an offering. I mean, if you know what it's talking about, you really don't want that. I mean, in your flesh, you don't want to be an offering. You don't want to be a, a new wine that has more power because it, could, it requires more pressing. It requires more pressure. It requires more time. It requires more fermenting. And that's not what we want. We, want, we don't want to be good wine. We want to be... Give me the cheapest wine you got. I don't know what that means, but just give it to me. And I, it probably tastes terrible. But that's what we want to be. We, as Christians, we are the worst wine. We are the cheapest that comes out of a box. I, I'm pretty sure wine comes out, bad wine comes out of a box, right? It doesn't come out of a nice, pretty bottle. No laughing. And then we sing a song set a fire in my heart that i can't control why would we want that they our our state says don't set fires right now we don't want to start because they'll spread and it's no good and it's 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 a mess and so i just want us to just take a moment and um think about romans 12 1 present your bodies you don't have to do this but if you want to be a a I, th I think he should have said this. If you want to be a real Christian, okay, because I am, Paul, Paul speaking, I'm a real Christian. Like, I used to kill him, but now I'll die for my faith. If you want to be a real Christian like me, present your bodies, Romans 12, 1, as a living sacrifice. That sounds awful. Present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. So that you may, uh, I don't remember the rest now, I just lost it. But that part is, uh, huh? That this is your reasonable act of service. This is your reasonable act of service. Present my body as a living sacrifice as my reasonable service. I thought my reasonable service was to come once a month to church or raise my right hand or slow my, just a little, maybe like this. I thought my reasonable act of worship was, I give, okay? You know, I do nice things for people. I'm serving on our October 2nd serve day, so I'm, that's reasonable, isn't it? She says, no, you need to set a fire in your soul, so you need to, you need to let everything be burned up, everything. And I just want us to bow our heads to Close the place. I know it sounds, then it makes you sound like you backslid or something, but to get us closer to God so that all of the time we're experiencing more of Him. 
in our lives because we've given him more of ourselves. In turn, what happens is what happens when Patrick Mahomes, I'm trying to relate to you three right here and anyone else in the room that's Christians that like the Chiefs, okay? I'm just kidding, no. I'm just kidding. Janet didn't make it, didn't make her happy. Do, do we have some good Christians on the Broncos? Yeah, okay. I forgot what I was saying now. Oh, what it does is it causes us to, when, when we get closer to God, it causes, it causes us to accelerate. It causes us to accelerate the things of God in our life. Accelerate kingdom business. You say, I want to see this answer to this prayer. I want to see uh, direction for my life in this job. I want to know if I should send my kids to Christian school or public school. I want to know if I should get divorced. or No, I'm not, don't ask that one. I want to know if I want to get rid of my kids or keep them in my house. I want to know all of these things. Ex these don't sound like very spiritual things, but these are our life. And they are accelerated our, our knowledge of what to do is accelerated when we get closer to God because God is light. Jesus is the light unto our path. And, and you'll find that when you start getting closer to God and, you, and then when you're reading your Bible, it starts to make more sense because it actually does become a light to your path because you're closer to Jesus. So when you're reading, oh, that's what that means. And then you say, I know what I need to do. I do need to leave this job. I do need to keep this job. I do need to ask for this. I do need to do... These, things, these real life things happen when we get close to God. I, I want to give you, like up front, um, you don't have to say, I want to be a better Christian. You just want to live a better life. If you know that you, when you get closer to God, life gets better then maybe you'll want to get closer to God. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? So um, today is the last talk uh, in this uh, series of called to fast. And um, God uh, has called us deeper. He's called us deeper. And you'd say, well, no, not me. Yeah, you too. He's called us all, not, not just because you're in this church, but because you are a believer in Jesus. It's because Jesus, that's his nature, is he wants more of us. He wants to get closer to us. Your father, if he was a good father, he would want to be with his kids Amen. as much as he can. I understand that. Now, my son is, one of my sons is in Phoenix, and one of my sons is in Washington, D.C., and I want to be near them, and I can't. And so I will call them on the phone and I will, I will do everything I can to be near them because I love them. That's what God is like to us except times 25 million trillion, okay? Our proclamations need to hold more weight and our declarations need to carry more power behind them. That's what we talked about last week. I get so tired. Uh, this is just preliminary, okay? And then we'll get the, the, the message part is really short, okay? Okay, um, I get so tired of when proclamations we make or declarations, uh, we want them to hold weight, but they hold no weight. Lord, I just pray that this person would be healed in Jesus' name. But in our heart, in our spirit, we are feeling weak, we are feeling dry, we are feeling empty. We feel like we have nothing to impart. We feel like the spirit is, is willing, but the flesh is so darn weak and we can't do it. Our proclamations need to hold more weight. And what, the way that happens is by getting closer to Jesus. Um, the deeper walk into the waters, this deeper walk into the waters is not getting God on our page. 
we're getting on God's page. Chappie said it well. I wasn't here, but I listened to the, the, the voicemail, I was going to say. I listened to the podcast, and, and he said it well when, last week when he said, be careful if you want to hear from God. Be careful if you want to hear from God because it might not be what you want to hear. That's the problem, I think, a lot of times is that we all say, yeah, I want to get closer to God, but then he's going to ask me to do this. Then he's going to ask me to give this up. Then he's going to tell me that I'm, yeah. And he'll do it in a loving way, but a lot of us don't want that. But we do want it. We don't want it, but we do want it, right? We want to accelerate. We want to get on the right page. What happens uh, as we get on the right page is acceleration. This next six days, I believe, for some of you, some of you have already started your fast, and um, maybe that means you're more spiritual. It depends when you end it, I guess. But um, the next six days, I believe, if you give up something, if you, do, if you take this seriously, it will affect, affect your next 30 days. It may affect your next 90 days. It may affect the whole next year. And someone asked me, um, Reagan said, why do we fast? Like, how, how, uh, why, why is that spiritual? Amen. And um, um, I said, I, I wanted to do it and not like give a Bible verse. I wanted to just think about it. And I said it this way, and I think it was pretty good. Okay, so I'm telling you. <laughs> we love food so much, right? That I don't think there's anything I love more than food. On my anniversary, we went somewhere and it, we had an all-inclusive resort and we got to eat a lot of food. And I realized how much I love food. And um, I think I love it more than anything. So why wouldn't I give up for a time something to God to show him, hey, I love you more than this and I want you to be my food because you said you're the bread of life. So I want you to do this. Do this for me. I want to see you prove it because... You say you're the bread of life, but I don't know. I mean, I'm giving up food for a while. I want to see what you do. And so all I told her was that because we love food, so we give up things that we love. You love video games, you give up that. You love this, you give. But um, something about the word fasting truly means to give up food. It doesn't mean give up iPhone, <laughs> although that'd be a good thing to do too. Giving up food, um, something about that makes, um, makes us disconnect from our love, food, and then we have to connect to something else. I wish I had something to connect to that was like food. Oh, Jesus. And then you pray, and your prayers hold more weight during that time. Your prayers reach, reach God faster, I think. And uh, I think you're going to just, just try it and see what happens. Uh, for me, I'm giving up um, everything, and I'm not bragging. I just want to tell someone so that I have been, I'm held accountable. <laughs> you can call me. You can text me. Say, did you give up yet? I'm giving up everything but water. I heard that if you give up, like if you drink, like this is what I've done in the past. I'll drink smoothies. I'll drink shakes. I'll drink blizzards. I'll drink, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's water. It's drinking. So I'm not eating. Um, that sugary things make you uh, harder to fast longer. And so I'm just doing water, and we're going to see what happens for the six days. You might be doing something else. You might do one meal. You might be doing 
fruit and vegetables. That would be a fun thing to fast for me. I would love it because I don't really love vegetables that much. You might be fast. You might be doing the Daniel fast that is just like fruit and vegetables. You might be doing, yeah. Whatever it is for you, God will, God will speak to you. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to skip that. What do you, what, I don't know what God has uh, called you to, to expect this week, but I think it would be a waste for you to take this time and just do something as a fast to, uh, because everyone else is doing it. Think of something you really are wanting answers on. Think of something you really want direction on. Um, I'm sure there's something. Like I'm, I'm going to be praying for my dad. My dad uh, was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he hasn't really told anybody. He wants to see if it spreads before, if it spread before he talks about it. But I'm going to be praying for him. I'm going to be praying uh, for for my kids that they. Uh, I just love praying for my kids, so I'll pr- I got all kinds of things to pray for them. I'm going to be praying. There's a lot of specific things, but if you don't have something, I'm going to list some things in a minute. Um, here are five general suggestions you can join us in standing and believing for in your lives. Now, today is going to be a little bit different than most days because it's the beginning of our fast. And some of you are saying, I'm not fasting, so this is a waste of time for me. No, it's not. It's not a waste. There's always uh, something you can be called a little bit deeper to, and this, you, you'll be able to apply this in your life. Here are five general things that we're going to be praying for. They were specifically spoken to us. They're, they are, uh, have strong biblical um, significance, and um, we should pursue these. Um, spirit, could you put those up there? I think I might have them. Or do I have them? Uh, I don't have them. Put, take, take that off. Uh, you, got it in a, you got it in a Facebook post, Instagram post this week, but I'll just list them. Spiritual uh, awakening in Colorado Springs. Amen? We can use that. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, who are they? Who are those people? If we would humble ourselves, if we would seek God, if we would pray, if we would turn from our wicked ways, then he'll hear. Then God will hear, and he'll heal. He'll heal the land. Yes, we need a lot of land healed. We need all of the United States healed. We need all of the world healed. But let's start with Colorado Springs, all right? So we're praying for, uh, we're praying for spiritual awakening in Colorado Springs. We just, or maybe it's going to be specific to one person you're praying for. Lord, would you awake them? They seem so dead, and I don't know how to reach them. I know my, my, my neighbor is going to be a worship leader someday. He, I, I've watched him on Facebook play in, in concerts and bands and stuff in bars, and, and he has no, he's not going to be listening, so it's, it's all right. He has no, um, he just doesn't want anything to do with church. But I'm, I'm believing for a spiritual awakening in him. Um, number two, accelerated boldness and passion to reach people. Do you need some boldness and passion? We're going to be praying that we would have accelerated boldness and passion. I'm so afraid to talk to people about Jesus. I'm so afraid to shine my light. I'm so afraid to say hello to people. That Sometimes just saying hello is your, is your light. We're going to pray for boldness, supernatural boldness. And I'm expecting, I don't know what your prayers will do, but I know my prayers are going to make you bolder. They're going to make you more passionate. We all need it, and myself as well. We're going to pray. There's, there's five things. I'm almost there. This is the third one. 
accelerated move of the Holy Spirit in our services. You could say other places, but we're going to pray for our church. Accelerated move of the Holy Spirit in our service. What is Jesus for? We want to see people saved. We want to see people healed. We want to see people delivered. We don't want to go one Sunday without seeing someone saved, seeing someone healed, seeing someone delivered. That doesn't happen by good preaching. That doesn't happen by being good people. That doesn't happen by just showing up. That happens when the move of the Holy Spirit happens. So we're praying for a move of the Holy Spirit. These things will be in a, uh, it, on, on an email. They'll, they'll be all over the place this week for you to, re, to remind you. Uh, four, accelerated development of deeper relationships. That doesn't seem to fit with all the others. It's not as spiritual, I but it is. I want us to have deeper relationships with each other. We're praying for accelerated deepness in our relationships. Have you ever seen the picture or heard of the picture? Um, I've, I've said it here before of the certain kind of trees that are, that are in California that have these roots that go so deep. And, and Hawaii, they have them as well. And, and their trees are so strong, you can't knock them over because their roots, when they go so deep, they intertwine with the other roots of the other trees around them. So they hold on to each other. So when winds come, and stuff, there's no way you're going to knock them down. Um, if you just get planted, you have no roots, and you're not attached to anyone, when you have a tough day, you're going to get knocked down. But if you have people around you that support you, you're, you, just, you just can't get knocked down when you have deep roots. So that's one of them. And then lastly, acceleration of spiritual gifts being realized and practiced. That's, that's who we are. We want to see our gifts. Everyone's got gifts. It's not just preaching, teaching, uh, serving. It's, it's all kinds of things that you have. I, we want to see them practiced in our lives on Sundays and outside of here. Um, you'll see uh, that those five things listed a lot of places. Um, I know that could have bored you right now. I feel a little bit bored now that I said it. Just because when you don't see them, it's hard to hear what I'm saying. But So these are the five things. Let's, let's keep going. I'll keep, I'll keep your attention, all right? Uh, would you pray with me today? Lord, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for what you're uh, speaking to our church. And um, as Joel called a fast among the people in his day of unrest, we are called to be the same. Give us strength. And we seek you to expect answers and solutions and bring alignment and correction to our course. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. There's a Bible verse. It's found in Joel. You can look in your Bible. It's Joel chapter 1, verse uh, 1. Uh, I'm not, did I give you a sign? Did you think? Oh, you thought it's the ending. No, I'm giving, I told you the sermon's going to be really quick. So that was my opening prayer. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Joel chapter Joel chapter 1, verse 14, uh, you can look, up, look it up in your Bibles. It says this, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. In his time, Joel called a fast to the people. They were in a time where they were getting attacked by others. They were actually already going into um, captivity. They were going into slavery. And there was another enemy that was getting ready to attack them. And Joel said, our country is in a bad time. We need to declare a holy fast. I just relate that to us in this day, in this day and age. 
There is always time for fasting, but if there ever was a better time, it's, it's now. We, as Joel called them to a holy fast, it's not uh, far-fetched. It's not like you have to really hear God to say, oh, this is a good time to fast. And I would like to say that the Israelites um, did what Joel said, and they fasted, and then they were saved and protected and had success, but they didn't. And they didn't have success, and they went into even more captivity, and it was not a good season in the life of the Israelites. And it, if they would have listened to Joel, it would have been better. Um, but we can all make the same parallel that Peter did later to Joel's prophecy, that he said that that is a mandate that we seek God in the day we live um, so that we can see the Spirit poured out. Peter said, um, he quoted Joel and said, the Spirit's going to be poured out on all flesh. He, he went back to Joel into that time, almost saying that um, it didn't happen there, but it's happening in our day. And I would say that to you today. As we seek God, the Holy Spirit will pour his flesh out on all people and all generations. Wouldn't that be great? Amen. Oh, you're putting a lot of stock into praying. Yeah, I am. Because praying does wonders. Fasting helps us do this in an exponential way because fasting causes miracles to happen and strongholds to break. I want to um, tell you, uh, just go over five quick things that are benefits of fasting. I'm going to call them the perks. Last week we talked about the, um, the hearing God. The week before we talked about the power of fasting. The week before we talked about the position in fasting. Today, just quickly the perks. And these are five quick ones for you. Faster, fa fasting brings us closer. Put that up there. And I just wanted to kind of give a funny illustration to this. Um, does, do all of you know Chip Rizzuto? He's um, part of our security team, so he's very rarely in the service. He's out somewhere, and um, you wouldn't want to see him in a dark alley. But Chip is a big guy. And when I see him, I know he's big, but then when I go, go up to him, you know how you go up to some people to hug them? I go up to him, and it just feels so weird because I have to, like, get on my tiptoes to hug him. And um, I can't help but think that um, God is big. Um, he's never changed in his size, but until you get close to him, you don't see the breadth, the, the width, the, the bigness of God. And when you get close to him and, and, and he's magnified in your sight, and it's not magnified, it's real. When you see him big, you realize, oh, you can handle this. You can help me. You know, when I go to Chip, I'm like, you can definitely, uh, you can be my bodyguard any day, right? Because he's big. You, the closer you get, he gets bigger. That's how God is in our sight. Uh, fasting brings us closer so that we probably are just more aware. We're just more aware, oh, God's big. Wow, my problem's smaller than I thought. My, pray my prayer that I'm asking for, you can handle this, God. Fasting does this. It brings you closer. Number two, fasting, I told you they're going to be really quick. Fasting purifies us. This is probably one of the best uh, things about fasting is because um, like when you read your Bible a lot or when you pray a lot, you don't even have to have a great time of reading or a great time of prayer. But when you're doing these kind of things, it cleans your mind. It cleans, it cleans you. 
I would, I would almost go so far as to say it brainwashes you because you need brainwashing. Our brains are, are programmed by so many things we see each day and listen to and hear. We need Jesus in here. And that's what fasting does. It purifies us. Drinking only water for a day can make you feel better. Maybe at first you crave something else, but then your body tells you that it's good for you and you feel better. It's kind of like Jesus. The more Jesus you get at first, oh, this is, this is water. I would like some soda or I would like this. I would like, but the more Jesus you get, you realize, oh, this is helping me. I'm feeling better inside. What is that that's making me feel better? It's probably because he created you. So you need him in your life. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Uh, fasting purifies you. Um, fasting brings wisdom and direction. I think what happens when I fasted in the past, there was a time that we were seeking direction, uh, some major wisdom in a decision about a ministry appointment where we were at. It was about 12 years ago, and I did not know what to I just didn't know what to do. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Cynthia didn't know. They both were great ideas. They were both great uh, options for us. They were, they were similar. And um, it was just very, it was just hard to decide. Like, I, they, were, they were just, it was just a hard decision. As soon as I took time, we went on a Daniel fast for, I think it was like, um, like, I don't know, 20 days or something. And as soon as we started this fast, it wasn't even at the end of it, we had clarity about wisdom for, for our decision, our direction. And when we would read our Bible during this time, everything that we read seemed to apply to this situation. And we were circling, we were underlining, we were talking to each other. Did you get that? Yeah, I got the same thing. Something happens when you disconnect from the world. Fasting brings wisdom and direction. Acts 13.2, uh, the people were trying to decide something. Let me read it to you. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul. While we were, you know, you get what I'm saying? While they were fasting, that's when the Holy Spirit spoke to set apart Barnabas and Saul. So after they had fasted, they prayed and placed their hands on them. And Barnabas and Saul went out and did some pretty awesome things. It happened. They found wisdom and direction after fasting and praying. It's like um, static on a radio. Everyone can understand this. You and your I don't know, most, some, like, kids don't, like, listen to the radio anymore. They just put in their, um, their iPods, you know, those new iPods. They put on their iPhones, you know, or whatever. They listen. But if you're trying to find a station and it's static, sometimes you know you're right on the right station, but it's not seeming to come in uh, clearly. And you hear static, but you hear the baseball game kind of in the background, but you can't hear it fully. And then you get your, um, your antennas in the right direction. And then all of a sudden you can understand what they're saying. Is anyone used to use those or same with televisions, right? You couldn't get the picture just right. If I put a piece of aluminum foil on the top for some reason, it helps me to connect. 
li listening to God is like that. I think for most of us, for most of the time, we are praying with static in the background. And we wonder why we hate praying. We wonder why we hate reading the Bible. We wonder why uh, worship just doesn't do it for me. Why is it? Because, because we got all the static and we're not hearing clearly. But when you take a moment, when you sacrifice, when you surrender, when you give up something, all of a sudden the static starts to go away and wisdom shines through on 97.3 or 102.7, wherever it is, it shines through and you hear wisdom and direction for your life. Uh, one, two, three, four. Fourthly, fasting speeds up answers. I said this last week. How fast? Write this down. When you fast, your answers are sped up this much faster, faster than they did before. I don't know how fast that is, but they will certainly come to you faster than they did before. And the benefit, whether you hear the answer the way you want to hear it or not, is that you are spending time with God, and that investment does not, uh, it's a great investment. It, it doesn't go, uh, no, with God. The true fasting uh, is found in Isaiah chapter 58, verse 1 through 9. Who's got a Bible here? Find on your phone fast, uh, Isaiah 58, chapter uh, chapter 58, verse 1 through 9. We're going to read this together. Everyone go look on your phone. You can look at Facebook for a minute, but then go back to it. Isaiah 58, 1 through 9. I'm going to read it to you in a second. I want you to keep this in mind this week because this is the last, this is the way, um, what am I trying to say? Fasting um, is for no good reason if you don't have the right heart about it. And God said some really telling things here through Isaiah about fasting. I'm going to read it in the NIV version. Maybe you have it in a different one. But let me read just the first nine verses. Shout it aloud. Everyone at home, are you watching? Are you listening? Look at this. 58, 1 through 9. Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the uh, descendants of Jacob their sins. Far for day after day they seek me out. They seem greater. What? They seem eager. I my, I my eyes, I don't know what's going on. But I cannot read this. <laughs> let's, let's, um. Oh my gosh, I guess I'm getting old. Verse 5, 3. <laughs> Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today as... You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is the kind of fast that I have chosen only a day for people to humble themselves? It is only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in the sackcloth and ashes. Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not the kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke? 
to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. I know this is lengthy, but keep, keep with me. It is not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with a shelter. When you see the naked to clothe them and to turn, not to turn away from your flesh and blood, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your guard. That's a whole lot to digest. I want you to go back and read that. It's telling you how to fast and how not to fast, okay? Fasting brings, it speeds up answers, and it's because you fast that way. And then lastly, fasting breaks, uh, actually two more. Fasting breaks demonic resistance. How did I say it up here? Fasting breaks demonic resistance. You know the story Jesus possessed, uh, praying for the kid possessed with demons and he said this kind only comes by prayer and fasting i don't mean to say that um the devil is everywhere and he's hard at work and he's and he's changing people's lives and he's doing amazing things but the devil is real and the devil is out there and you cannot underestimate what he can do in your life if you give in to him and i think you're going to find during this time of fasting uh that um, the devil is going to not be happy. He won't be happy. So what we're going to do as a church, we're going to do a number of things to, to encourage you. Um, because the first thing you're going to find, even if, it's, even if it's fasting, whatever, it's something in your life, no matter what it is, you're going to find the devil is going to try to stop you. And then he's, gonna, and then he's going to, uh, he may even get a little bit more offensive and do things to stop you. And um, you need to acknowledge that the devil is real. And then know that Jesus is bigger. And you say to the devil, you get behind me. You have no business in my life. And we're going to encourage you. So each day you're going to either get a text or an email. You're going to get a video on YouTube and Facebook from people in our church. That are encouraging you on your fast. Okay? No matter what kind of fast you're doing. You're also going to be... A, welcome to come here from 7 to 8 a.m. or 7 to 8 p.m. No one's required. But if you're feeling resistance, you're feeling um, discouragement, just come to, the, come to the sanctuary. Claim sanctuary. Come into this room. There'll be communion available. There'll be candles lit. There'll be music, worship music playing. It'll be a place the devil hates. He, cannot, he won't have any place in this room. You can come in here. You can sit you can pray, you can worship, you can ask for one of our pastors to pray for you. We'll pray for you. Um, this will be a good time. So um, th those things will be taking place during that time to help you to partner with you in this fast. Everybody smile. It's okay. Watch what happens when you proclaim Jesus over these things. The devil will flee from you. He comes and you tell him, get away. He flees from you. But if you entertain him, oh, maybe I shouldn't give up anything for God. Maybe this is dumb. Then the devil surrounds you and he gets his other demons around you and he says, yeah, yeah, it's dumb. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then you get discouraged and then you quit and then you don't see the answers. I want you to see some answers. I want you to see God move in your life. Come on up, Nate. Let's get done. Let's get out of here. We're going to go baptize some people. It's going to be awesome. Um, the last thing, fasting brings victory. I had like so much to share today and I had 
not enough time. And you could hear it in my voice, I'm sure. Like, he's going a lot of different directions. I want to fit as much in, but I know God, ultimately God is with all of us. And he will direct you. He will lead you. He will guide you. You'll be fine. But don't take it lightly. Be careful because, because this, is, this is drawing a line in the sand where um, usually the devil has, this is what he's done to uh, America. He's gotten us complacent. He's gotten us comfortable. And he's convinced us um, that we're Christians. <laughs> when we really are maybe... Maybe we are Christians. Maybe we do believe in Jesus and we're going to heaven, but we're taking nobody with us and we're changing the world around us. We're not changing the world around us at all in the process. Jesus has not called us to get saved so we can go to heaven. Yes, that's part of it, but he's called us to live on this earth while we're saved, live abundant lives and bring others to know Jesus too. And the, the enemy has caused us to get way too comfortable. And we just settle that, oh, yeah, I'm going to heaven. When you start to do something like this, like fasting, even if it's for one day, even if it's for two days, it's telling the devil, um, I'm getting a little bit more serious. And the devil's like, uh-oh, uh, let me call some people. Let me call, uh, I need some help over here in Colorado Springs. There's a guy named Mario. He's getting serious about God. He actually read his Bible three times this week. I'm just playing with you. I know you read five times. All right. He's got a pride problem. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, he, the devil gets, gets afraid. And that's what we want. We want him to get on his, we want him to get afraid because greater is he that is in us. And the last thing is fasting brings victory. Would you stand with me? We're going to say this prayer, and then I don't want anyone to leave. When we dismiss, if you really have to leave, then leave. But please, if you can, just go right out this door, right into this uh, atrium. We're going to, and you're going to need to be quiet because it's going to echo in there, and we're going to baptize uh, about six people. It's going to be awesome. Um, and um, would all those people that are getting baptized come up here for a minute um, if they haven't already started getting ready? daughter got scared off or oh she's helping with kids or something all right here we are so we got frank nicole danielle and levi and then we also have skyla and analea that are also getting baptized today and um we'll, we'll ask them just a simple question out there why are you getting baptized you can say um because i love jesus that's a good answer or if you want to say something else, feel free. I'll give you a chance. Share whatever you want, but you don't have to say much, okay? Uh, would you stretch out your hands towards these folks? Lord, we pray for these folks up here as well as ourselves. And we say we need more of you in our lives. Amen? We need more of you. We need you to have more of us. Lord, I pray that we experience victory. I pray that we would experience um, uh wisdom and direction. I pray that we would experience um, cl being closer to you during this week and not just this week, but just um, a jump start in our lives uh, going forward into this next season of fall, that as the leaves are dying, that our, our spirits would be raising to life in Jesus' name. I pray a special blessing on Frank and Nicole and Analea and, and Skyla and 
Danielle and Levi today. Lord, I pray that they would never forget this moment. All right, guys, just kind of focus right now. Just like, Lord, let me not forget this moment. This is a good, this is a moment with you that I'm making commitment. And I want, I don't want to forget. Thanks for listening today. Remember, God wants to do the impossible through you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you.